Up From Work podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. and welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. This is your host, Dave Swillam. This is where we get to work, making work a passion, living life full-time creative. This is where we interview musicians, entrepreneurs, creatives, and people pursuing an alternative life, pursuing a passion so that we can help other creatives and help people go after things that they want to do instead of things that they don't want to do. So on this episode, we're going to be doing a really short, solo episode. I've been kind of experimenting with what audio content can really be because I think that past, I know that we're listening to this on a podcast right now, but I think that there's a lot more that podcasts and audio content can really be free to be because I think that there's a lot more that people can listen to throughout the day than sometimes how I have this organized. And so uh, today I think is going to be really quick. I've said that in the past, but I've gone on way longer than I thought. But this one really is just a little anecdote and story based off of something that happened today. And it kind of reminded me of something I'm really passionate about. So I just wanted to share it in audio form here is like a quick little pick me up boost or thought for you to digest with your day right now and get your thoughts on this too. We are between a couple guest episodes. So when you're listening to this, Behind this, there's like another two guests that are going to be great. The only reason I'm saying two is because I know that that's scheduled right now when this is being recorded. I'm sure that there's a trillion more. But uh, yeah, today, episode 126, this is for all you hustlers out there, all you people uh, trying to make stuff, trying to find ways to bring income in, trying to do what you want to do now, and and maybe you always have been. And this is just to share a uh, little story that I have shared on the podcast in the past, but it might have been crunched into another conversation or something like that. And I I got some good uh, response on social by posting a picture and talking about it today. So I wanted to bring that to the audio content for all of you who might not have seen that. So today I want to talk about lemonade stands. And so if you uh, have listened to other entrepreneurs' content you may have heard them speak about lemonade stands. And it's really funny how a lot of different entrepreneurs or people who come up with different income streams or ways to make money in life, a lot of them have those same traits when they are younger as well. And they already start uh, exhibiting those those traits of how they can get creative to bring income in or do something to make money if they have goals and things like that, even at the very young age of God, I don't know, like elementary school and middle school with these lemonade stands and car washes and, you know, shoveling, uh, you know, snow or, or all these different things that kids do to make money or get creative with finding ways to move up in the world. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit today because there may be some of these traits in yourself that you've recognized and you haven't acted on, or maybe you're doing some really cool stuff right now. And then you look back and you realize that you've actually been doing these things for a long time, but it came in different forms when you were different ages. So today, I was coming back with some materials for our project up here, bringing some beams back into the driveway, and I saw a sign down the street that said, Lemonade Stand. 
And I didn't see then one on the side of the road, but I saw it on the side of the street. And I walked down the street and then I walked down that other side street to go find where this lemonade stand was. And now I've been out the door since 6 or 7 a.m. I've been working things straight out today. Appointments, meeting with people, going places. I had to bring my dog to the vet. Today has been just jam-packed. And then after this episode, I'm going out to sport like a local show tonight. So it's straight up 6 or 7 a.m. till midnight or 1 or whatever. And so a packed day. So today is not ideal for a lemonade stand run down the street. But I live by this rule that is you 100% at all times, no matter what you're doing, have to stop for an lemonade stand. 100%. If I pass one, I have to turn around and go to it. If I'm in a rush, I have to try to go, like say I have like something where I, I can't actually stop at that time, I have to go back to it. Or I have to stop anyway and be late if it's something that I can afford to be late to. It's really important to me that I stop at lemonade stands. And a lot of people, you might be laughing at this right now, being like, yo, what is the weird thing with lemonade? Are you just some strange dude that's just obsessed with lemonade? Well, I'm sure that by just the intro explanation of this, you can tell that it's more than that for me. But no, the the truth is I do enjoy lemonade, especially a vodka lemonade on a on a hot day is just the bomb. But that's not why this is a big deal for me. It is a big deal for me because I truly believe, and I don't have children yet, so know that. This is coming from you know, me pre-father. I'm sure that I'll have kids someday or whatever I end up doing, I'll adopt or whatever I end up doing. I'm going to have kids probably. I really believe in creating these ideas very young for children of showing them how can we be resourceful with not having anything and making it into something? Or how can we, if we have no income, how do we generate income? If we're a kid and we can't work you know, legally, how can we make some income for things that we want to do? And, and allowing kids to be creative and come up with how that's going to happen. And even the little micro lessons that you learn from this, like how these people didn't have a house on a street that was busy, right? So they took a sign and they put it on the street that was busy that I saw And then I walked down their side street to go see another one that led to their house. Just that little tiny micro lesson of how do I get someone's attention? How do I look at the placement of my business? How am I taking this traffic of people and taking these little resources of this? You know, some people do the powder mix, which is a little bit cheating, but I get it. Or they're making the lemonade or whatever it is. How do I take these limited resources? It's not a lot, it doesn't really cost too much. You know, a bag of lemons juicer and thyme or that powder mix shit that tastes mad, but it's, it does it, you know, it still makes it happen. I probably used it too, but how do we take something that has little amount to pay for it or already have it? And how do I place things and look at traffic and convert that into income and then tally it up and see what you did for your day's work? I think that that is an incredible lesson. And I'm going to be all over that shit with my kids. I can't even, I'm going to come up with so many experiments to run them through so that they can just see things that happen from them. I'm not necessarily going to make it a whole ordeal of like explaining, you know, these crazy things about marketing or business placement, or I'm not going to get into all that, but I want to really teach the children that I have, what can we do that is entrepreneurial in spirit and creating Income and creating something from nothing. 
uh, just based off of the ideas that we have in our head. So the reason why I never pass a lemonade stand is I feel obligated that I need to be part of those children feeling like what they did was worth it and feel like what they did is creation. And if they're on the wrong day of the week or a bad road or maybe they're just the wrong time or whatever, and they're not getting a lot of traffic, I want to be that one person that showed up that showed them that it was worth it. It's really fucking important to me. So if you're out there, maybe you can take this on. My rule is never pass a lemonade stand. 100% of the time, I go to every lemonade stand. But I just want to share this story of something that I did that was kind of funny as a kid. And uh, I've told it on the show before. I think, once again, crunched into some conversations that I've had with people before. But I want to share this story because I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny, to be honest. So kind of proud of this one. When I was in early middle school, I told my parents that I wanted an Xbox. And so my parents were awesome. I love them to death. They've always supported me and they make me work for my shit though. Like they've been awesome. But that aside, they basically said, okay, if you want an Xbox, that's cool, but it's not Christmas. It's not your birthday. It's not a time where you would get an Xbox, even though this is the time that it's coming out and all of your friends have it. So you can do chores or you can do other things and that's how you'll get your Xbox. So I had chores that I could do for my family with like an allowance and that was something, but it just wasn't a lot. And so for me to get that Xbox, it would take pretty fair amount of time. And for me, I, for anyone that knows me in person, I'm sure that it shows across the show as well. I am absolutely not someone that will wait a long time for anything. I am definitely the world's most impatient person by a landslide. I cannot wait for things. So I was like, fuck that. I'm not waiting months and months and months of chores when I know it's a specific timeline, right? I have probably six to 12 months of doing these chores. Can't accelerate that in any way because it's just what my parents need me to do and what they're willing to pay. And I can't get employed because I'm too young. And so I decided that I'd come up with another way that I would create income with what I had to be able to get the income that I needed to get the Xbox as soon as possible. So what I did is I did do my chores with my allowance for probably a month. And I took that money that I got in. I'm not sure what it was at this point to remember. I just wasn't a lot. And I took that money and I went to BJ's Wholesale with my mom when she went to get stuff. And I bought a bunch of candy in bulk. And so my parents, I'm sure, thought that I was just buying a bunch of candy. And that's what I felt was worth my allowance at that point. But then what happened after that is I took that candy strategically. This is the point of it the entire time. And I started selling candy at my school. And so the first thing that happened is I was very strategic about it. Like when I'm talking about this lemonade stand and how like little kids make little decisions to optimize it. Well, obviously I wasn't as little of a kid. I was a lot older, a lot more uh, willing and able to, but uh, still no business classes or anything like that. I decided that the times that were most make sense to sell that candy was at lunchtime when I saw when people went into the lanes for their lunch 
it was like a dollar seventy-five or something for the school lunch or whatever it was, and they would always bring in two dollars. Like no one brought in the exact change ever. So kids always had like a quarter or fifty cents left over. And I watched a bunch of my friends and myself many times would take that change, keep it in our backpack to keep that money and save it up to get something that was seventy-five cents or a dollar. Later in uh, in that lunch, like maybe every third day or something like that. It's just kind of how it went. And so I saw that and then I would specifically price things so that I could eat those quarters from people. So I'd hit tables, I would sell stuff, collect those quarters, take those, use it to buy more. And then I would also go to the buses when people were really tired, it was the end of their day, they were hungry because they were on the bus, they were trapped on the bus. You know, you're always the kid with the the last stop on the route. You know exactly how that is. You know who you are. If you're that kid, it sucks. And you're there forever. And I would start selling candy to them too. And so it got to a spot where I was selling so much fucking candy that my school actually pulled me from class and brought me to the front office and accused me of dealing drugs because they saw me doing these drop-offs to kids around the school. And they saw me, uh, like they heard the phrase candy, you know, and they thought I literally had like a code name for candy was drugs. They thought I actually had like a code name for drugs that I was selling. And I was like, no, I'm straight up selling candy guys. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but I, I, I've never sold or bought or seen drugs in my life at this point. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not selling drugs and, uh, they didn't believe me. So I had to stop. But luckily by then I had sold so much candy is probably about a month or two uh, that I actually bought an Xbox. So <laughs> I made about $400 in two months of hustling this candy around to buy my first Xbox without having to wait for my allowance for like six to 12 months to save up to get this. It might've been longer than that. I don't even remember. I, I, it was going to take a long time to get that Xbox, but just by uh, having that tendency in me really young of like, how can I make additional income? How can I do things faster? What's a different way that I could do this than what I've been posed? I think that those are all things that I get really, really excited when I see in people, even if they don't know what it is that they're doing at that point in time. There are kids that make different decisions. There are are shittier and, and, and better lemonade stands out there. And I analyze that shit. And I know it's really uh, kind of dumb, but for me, it means something. If I see someone's uh, quality of lemonade or the way they position their signs or how they capture attention, do they use pink paper for their signs so it grabs my attention when I'm driving or is it white and I can't read it? Do they post that at the end of the street that's busy to lead you into their street to their other sign to bring you there? Are they running around? Are they all these different things? I think it is a riot to analyze. And I think it's really exciting to give that a bravo and give that a a high five for like, this is the coolest shit that you're doing. And I really like to uh, kind of like pump them up when they're there too. I like to ask them a bunch of questions about it and, and, uh, and pick their brain a little bit about their small micro business. So I, I guess like if you have children out there, I would encourage you to let them have their lemonade stand, even if you're tired or you don't want to be outside watching them to keep, to keep hold of it. Really get them out there, let them do it. Let them do it as as young as possible or or do other things like that. And if you don't have kids, 
then stop at lemonade stands 100% of the time. Like you got to support these people coming up with this crazy shit so young. And I guess just at the end is, you know, I just wanted to share that anecdote from my life, something that uh, at the time when I did it, it, it just made sense. You know, it wasn't something that I was like, oh, this is the coolest idea. And uh, no one in my school is doing this or has done this for some time. I didn't think it was interesting at that point in time. But looking back in my life and seeing the types of things that I'm doing on a day-to-day now in my life and the way that my mind is processing through situations right now in business and in side hustles and, and working to make what I want to have happen, looking back on that, David, in sixth or seventh grade, making those decisions and coming up with that, that is significant to me at this point with where my life has taken me. But I didn't know or think about it at that point. So, but now I think about it a lot. So hopefully that story, uh, just alone, we're at 16 minutes here and I kind of like keeping some short episodes for you. It really digestible, really, uh, something you can just eat up on the day to day. Hope that that was like kind of a fun story for you. And maybe you, maybe you have some situations like this or things that you did or things that you really like feel passionate about, you know, not passing up or, or supporting. I would love to know what some of those are. Let me know what your lemonade stand was like. If you have any pictures, that would be fucking awesome to send that to me. So wake up from work podcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email, shoot me a DM at Dave wake up on any, pretty much any social out there. You'll find me there. Shoot me a message, go to wakingupfromwork.com. Let me know what you think about this. Let me know what your lemonade stand was when you were a kid or what you uh, feel like bullish on supporting for kids getting into like entrepreneurial concepts and things like that. I would love to hear it. Thank you guys for listening to the Waking Up From Work podcast, episode 126, short episode. I will see you next week for some long episodes here. Next week is ahead of time. So stuff is like messing me up with the way I think of it. But thank you guys for listening to the show. Appreciate you very, very much. Peace. Peace.